0: Welcome to The Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires. Along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention. That by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. and welcome to the Rising Star Project. I have a beautiful guest today. Her name is Monica. Is it Aparicio? Yeah, perfect. All right. Awesome. (laughs) So I have a special guest today and we're going to be talking about her business and next steps and some of her struggles. So I want to just welcome you to the the podcast, Monica.
1: Thank you so much. I'm very excited. I'm excited
0: too. Yay. Okay. So let's get started. Let's talk about, tell us about your business. How long have you been in business? What is it that you do and who do you help?
1: Awesome. Okay. So I am the creator of the Lifestyle Lounge. That's the name of my business based in New York City. And I am a master event producer, a consultant, and also a business mentor for spiritual entrepreneurs. And my sweet spot is really helping them become VIPs of their field. And VIP actually is an acronym for gaining more visibility, making more of an impact and more profit. Awesome. Yeah, and my specialty is live events. That's the platform that I use.
0: Okay, so you're helping spiritual entrepreneurs create their their first live event or fill their live event?
1: So both. Both if they want consulting services, then I can help them fill their event, plan their event from concept to completion, help them uh, acquire sponsorship, which is another area of specialty for me. And then for people who just want more mentorship, in that support and leading up to having their own event, expanding their business, having the event, and then making an offer at the oh, event. Wow. That's a
0: – is it just you running the show? Do you have, like, consultants or subcontractors that you're working with? It sounds like so much that you do for your clients.
1: <laughs> so that's part of my struggle. <laughs> I do have people that come on board on a project basis. I have a VA who's with me all the time. Um, but, yeah, that is part of my struggle Is is the – like growth, scaling up, leveraging, knowing like who to hire. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm going to start there. I want to just ask you, but outside of, you know, you know, the event planning and in the business, you know, is this exactly what you want to be doing?
1: This is exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain of it. So just so for, for clarity's sake, this new program, the VIP mentorship is brand new. So it's, um, I have been producing events for five years and that evolved also from another business that I had so I've been an entrepreneur for about 10 years um, all in the wellness and spiritual fields and really just got clear that groups are my thing and I love to lead groups but I also want to help other people who want to have that experience as well for their business.
0: Okay great so I know you mentioned a few things um, on the application here about some of the struggles so it sounds like you have some areas that you want to expand, but obviously feeling like maybe time and resources are a problem. So can you just clarify a little bit about what you want, how you want to expand and what are some of the the struggles or the obstacles that are getting in the way?
1: So I think for me, um, it's, Be getting so full and busy with the events, like having that on my plate. And of course, that's what brings in the revenue and the income. And then making sure that there is time carved out for other projects and for other streams of income that would just make this a lot easier for me. Like I need to automate more things. You know, there's digital programs, there's things that I've created that are sort of sitting in my computer that haven't been like the proper outlet for them hasn't been created, and part of the reason why is because I don't want to be the one to create the the tech heavy back end stuff. Like I just my brain shuts down. Mhm.
0: Okay, so the clients that are obviously the what the it sounds like your most of your time is going into helping. I'm assuming one on one clients, helping them with their events.
1: So most of my time right now is going into the events that I produce. I have an event uh, coming up called Sustainable Success in New York City, and it is for entrepreneurs. So it's putting together that event from start to finish, uh, sponsorship, promotion, marketing, and, of course, all the details, the 101 details that go with Okay, so is this event. your
0: event or is this someone else's event that you're this doing is for them? mine. This is yours. Okay, and do you do that every year? I do it four times a year. Four times a year. Wow. Okay. So I think before we get into the whole astrological birth chart, I want to just kind of get, I want to just kind of start the, I want to make sure that the reading goes into a place where you actually gain some serious value by the end of this. And I want to make sure that whatever it is, that next step is for you, that it actually solves a lot of the other problems. So my main goal here, and I was just like you, uh, just a few years ago where I was doing a lot of um, – just had a lot of things. I had a lot of moving parts. I still have a lot of moving parts, but now there's just a lot – there's a better formula underneath. Yeah. And it was really about uh, taking the things I wanted to do and then asking myself the question, okay, if these are all the things I want to do, one, two, three, four, five, however many there are, you know, which one of them, if I did first, would it make the other ones easier or – maybe I wouldn't even need to do them at all. So I think that could be the first thing that we kind of start with. Because you put here, like, one, you want to create passive income streams. Two, mm-hmm. you want to create digital prog- program offerings despite the technical um, obstacle. And then number three is that premium one-on-one mentoring. So I want to just mm-hmm. ask you the question, of all three of those, which one, if you did first, would make the other two easier or unnecessary?
1: Definitely the, the mentorship, the one-on-one premium offer. Okay. Okay, great. And is that – so tell me a little bit about that program you want
0: to do.
1: So right now what I know is that it's going to be a four-month-long program. The first three months will be focused on the mentorship portion where it's really helping someone get clear on their – it's funny. It's like what we're doing now, you know, getting clear on Mm -hmm. the expanded vision for their business and how can they – Leverage so that they're, they're working less uh, with, with less people, but making more money and creating more of an impact and, you know, obviously making more money because they're doing that. Um, so it's the mentorship program. The mentorship part of the program is the first three months. And the last month, we're focusing on promoting and marketing their event. And in the mentorship uh, time, we're also looking at the concept of their event and what they're going to launch or offer at the event. As well. Okay,
0: and just out of curiosity, is there a reason why it has to be one on
1: one? You know, it's funny you asked that question because I had played with the notion of this being a mastermind where it's three people or five people and the event is for those five people, where they are the stars, they are the speakers. Um, But my only, um, I mean, I still like that idea. The only thing that holds me back is can I find five people who complement each other nicely to have an event with all five, that it would make sense thematically. Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, so because what you're thinking is that whoever's in the mastermind, they would do the events together,
1: not separately. Um, I did think that it would be to originally when I had the idea, I thought together, um, and then because I really do want this to be a, a, a premium experience, I thought, well, I can really just work with one person to help them, one person at a time to help them. But, um, but I haven't made 100%. Uh, I'm not close to the idea, let's say, of it yeah. being a mastermind. It's an open thing, um, maybe both, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just seeing that you know, if you're you're gonna start with the premium
0: one-on-one program, and you have these other desires with the digital program and the passive income, I just feel like all of those really could be one thing. And uh, so I'm gonna uh, let's go into the chart, and we'll kind of like kind of go sway back and forth, and we'll kind of get this question answered for you. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I'm just gonna start with the three main signs. Obviously, you probably already know that you're a Virgo which is awesome. I have a lot of Virgo in me, and we definitely are the organizational type. So it's no wonder that you chose like planning and being that person with the systems and the resources and uh, just being able to juggle that many things. A lot of people can't. So it kind of makes sense that that's kind of your secret sauce. Yeah. And you've got your rising sign in the sign of Sagittarius, which is very interesting in the fact that this is actually how others see you. So while you... You see yourself as organized, organize, you know, juggling multiple projects, like projects, almost like the producer. They actually see you as this freedom-based person, this person with big ideas, this person um, who who has a way with um, getting everything, getting all their ducks in order. They have a philosophy that they stand by. Um, it's one of those signs. It's a fire sign, but. Um, They have a lot of freedom. There's a lot of travel. They're interested in foreign affairs. Uh, So it's like they see you as very cultured, Mm -hmm. and that's. And I don't know what like as far as who your kismet client is, but something about that in you like is 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 attractive. So I don't know if that has to do with you know people having events that are outside of their own hometown or something where they they do start creating this part of their business where they get to travel. Um, Maybe it's a traveling event of some sort, but somewhere that they're seeing you as that. And that's kind of the pedestal that they put you on. Nice. And your moon sign is in the sign of Scorpio. So this is actually your emotions, your soul, um, all that inner stuff that's going on. And this is really important because as soulpreneurs, as you know, you know, our emotions are part of it. You know, people, Oh, you know, it's very traditional that people say, keep your business, uh, you keep your emotions out of your business. But when you have a business that's aligned with your higher calling, it's very natural mm-hmm. that your emotions are involved. Like you're heavily invested. This is like your soul work. So we have to keep Scorpio happy because mm-hmm. this is your emotional state. So Scorpio is the sign that I like to think of them as like the detectives. Um, they're the investigators. They're the they're the ones that want to dig deep. You know, uh, Scorpio is ruled by the planet Pluto, uh, which is very mysterious. It just wants you to, it wants to go into like the depths of a subject. You know, they don't want to, they, they're not interested in scratching the surface. There's nothing superficial about Scorpio. Um, so they, I'm just curious on a soul level, um, this work that you're doing, is there an area that you could dive deeper that
1: maybe you haven't yet that potentially could also be a way mm-hmm. to solve
0: this problem for you?
1: Yes. And I think that's why I'm, I'm, that's, I think that's what's being, what's moving me or pulling me into the one-on-one direction. So I could really like just mm-hmm. dive deep with someone and help them understand that, you know. Cause it's sacred business it's their service it's how they're changing the world and and there's so much that that could, feel, that could feel like a lot of pressure to someone or fear of like not being seen um and i don't know if i can go as deep if it's in a group Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah
0: interesting so that i think that's already getting to the root of something where you know you having that capacity to be the person that sits down is like, okay, like, let's really work through this all the way down to the root so we can get to the root of the problem and then start to plant the soil, create the foundation, and then watch this you know, event become you know, their live event, become their annual event, or become a quarterly event like you've done. Um, so I can see we're already kind of, kind of molding that in. I think that will be more rewarding for you uh, in the long run and keeping Scorpio happy. Hmm. Now, the interesting part is that you have the 12th house, and I always bring up the 12th house when (laughs) I do these readings because it's your house of karmic debt. Um, So obviously, I always believe that your higher calling has to do with, you know, what are you bringing potentially from past lives? What are you here to work through? Um, So Scorpio is actually ruling your 12th house. So this tells me that the person that you're here to serve has the Scorpio characteristics. They too want to dive deeper. Um, They even want to dive deeper into not even so much like the logistics of, you know, how do I fill an event, but also that spiritual component because Scorpio is very intuitive. So it obviously makes very perfect sense that you serve uh, soulpreneurs because that's just innately in them that that kind of mystery of life is very attractive to them. So I'm wondering is there anything that you're doing in your business or in your marketing that really talks to that Scorpio characteristic, the person that really does want to dive deep and go to those mystical places. Do you do you use that in your marketing?
1: Yes, I do and I actually think I could go even deeper. You know, for example, the event um sustainable success, it it is There's a business conference. I call it a soulful business conference, but we spend just as much time talking about mindset and like the spiritual aspect of success. Um, But I could probably deepen it more. Mm. Okay, so that makes me want to go back to
0: the one-on-one mentoring. So tell me again what you were thinking of including in that because now I'm thinking, well, if it's mindset, if that's where we're going to dive deeper, I'm wondering what this one-on-one program really is.
1: Yeah. um, I I love that you're asking me. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm literally, I'm in like the process of creating it and working with my mentor to do that as well. Uh, So what I know is that the very first, the very first part of it is creating that expanded vision. So what I had already kind of mentioned, and it's, it's looking at like the, the reason why they're doing their work, like what do they ultimately want to leave behind? What, what will their legacy be? What Take them out of the daily grind of clients' calls, whatever it is that they're doing, computer work, and, and push them forward into, so five years from now, what is what does this look like or how have you impacted? You know, what what have you, what is the impact you've created because as a result of this work that you're doing on a a daily basis? Um, And then starting to look at how we can create that now with changing some of the offerings, creating programs, having something new that's being launched, and really just putting them in a position where they're really looked at as an expert. So I think that's where the mindset comes in is the willingness to let go of maybe the, the current structure of the business, um, their price range, um, how much time they're giving to their client, so that they can actually be more available for, for doing even better work that is, that is more valuable and has a different price tag attached mm-hmm. to it. Well, this is kind of leading me to, uh, I'm just visually
0: seeing, okay, this one, these one-on-one mentoring sessions, we're really going to, it's kind of like they're, um, not rebranding, cause that's not really where I'm going with this, but they're really um, taking a digger, di- diving deeper, right? They're satisfying their own Pluto, their Scorpio, and figuring out, you know, where in this business have I, um, have I left out a
1: piece of myself, Yes, thank you for saying that. (laughs) And trying to
0: reintegrate it. So it kind of, I'm just going back to like what you really want to end up doing is you want to do the mentoring and then you want the digital products and the passive incomes. And now I'm wondering, because we're kind of steering this now, we're kind of seeing the bright light on the one-on-one. I'm wondering after, after the three or four months that they spend with you in this program, what happens after that?
1: That's a great question. I love it. Um, let me hold up a second. Let me tune into this. So for them, they have started the beginning of a of a new platform. So I have this this idea of someone that maybe sells a membership, a year long membership. And from those people that are in the year alone membership, then maybe they have the opportunity to to again deepen their own work with this person in a one on one situation, or maybe it's a more committed uh group program or something mm-hmm. that meets in person or right. so the event is just it's actually even though the event is like the culmination and the end of our program, it's actually the beginning it's the springboard for them to 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 really be seen with this expert status and then from there be able to bring people into some new experience with them that can deepen and yeah it can it, it really just depends <laughs> on what they want. Yeah, I wonder. And this would actually, I would do some research on this, the market
0: research of just, uh, you know, after they do the one-on-one mentoring, it's like we're never done. And first of all, we all have right. our mentors, even if it's just people listening to podcasts or what have you. But there's something else, you know, whether that is where like a group mastermind comes in, or that comes a subscription model for you, so that you can actually fulfill exactly fulfill some of these like passive income streams that you don't currently have implemented in your business. But having those one-on-one clients are going to start filling the the subscription. And I just see that whatever you're diving deep one-on-one, it's like whatever that next step is for them. And you're probably going to learn what that is when you're doing the one-on-one
1: mentoring. Mm, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. But what you what just popped the word that just popped two words that popped into my mind was really like moving more into thought leadership. Um, wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, From expert. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because the next thing I was going to talk
0: about is you have Jupiter in Aries. So Jupiter is the huge planet in our solar system, and it's all about growth and opportunity. And when you have it in the sign of Aries, Aries is like the big, like the big dreamer. He's not necessarily the one that's implementing the stuff. He's the one that comes up with the cool ideas. And he usually, you know, is out there um, sharing that bright light of that big idea. So when you said thought leader, that's kind of what I think of when I think of Aries. It's not so much that he's going to go build the website or, you know, do all of the nitty gritty stuff. He's there to kind of open up the portal. Portal open up that vortex of like let's think bigger.
1: Yeah, uh, this is very helpful because it's it helps me to understand that actually the met the one on one mentoring program because I had some doubts. You know, I'm like, oh no, maybe it should be the mastermind, but it makes more sense for them to go through this experience, have their event, and then once I have uh, you know a good amount, a good even like just a handful of people that have gone through the program, they can then be part of this mastermind where they are part of a whole day conference they're the thought leaders so the 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 idea i had for the mastermind i can then implement and do with them
0: exactly and
1: i'm curious do you
0: sell uh, in your
1: quarterly events do you, is this where you sell your one-on-one program so it's brand new. It had the, okay. the one-on-one, yeah, like the one-on-one, pro, one-on-one program is literally like, it, it was just conceived in my mind like a month mm. ago or two months ago. Um, so no, not yet. The, so at my events, the events are not about me, um, which is very interesting that you said the question, where in my business have I been leaving a piece of myself out? Mm. Yeah. So, but it's fine. You know, that's, I sell sponsorships and, and the event is for them and for them to showcase their skills and get clients. I'm okay with that. However, there, there is a piece that's missing for me where I get to shine as the expert. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I relate to that so many ways. (laughs) I love giving other people the spotlight. Um, so I'm just going to go into another aspect in your career, uh, in your chart that is going to affect your career. So, okay. So you've got Saturn in cancer and okay. So always bring up cancer. I mean, I always bring up Saturn because Saturn is like crack the whip. So it, whenever you see a Saturn, everybody has Saturn somewhere in their chart. Um, but it's basically going to be the place in your life that, are, that, are, that there's always going to be challenge. Until mm. you satisfy Saturn. Now, the thing about Saturn is, it, I'm actually ruled by Saturn. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Um, so we're little worker bees. So, uh, but the thing about Saturn is it wants to reward you for your efforts, but it actually wants to see that you're making the efforts. So you have Saturn in your eighth house, and it's, uh, Saturn is in Cancer. So let me talk about both of those aspects. Okay, so first, Cancer. Cancer is the, the motherly sign. So there is an aspect of nurturing, um, uh, coming out of your shell. Um, and so there's challenge there. So if you're having trouble, like putting yourself out there, coming out of your shell, he's not going to reward you for whatever it is that you're looking to achieve until you start to do that. Even if it's baby steps, even if it's just like, you know, you talk on stage for 10 minutes at that event or whatever it ends up being. It's like, he just wants to see that you're coming out of your shell. Hmm. And in the eighth house, which is interesting. There's like, I keep going back to Scorpio. So eight, the natural ruler of the eighth house is Scorpio. You have Saturn in cancer in the eighth house. Um, this is your house of rebirth. It's the house of career changes. It's the house of death. There's just a, and you have Saturn in there, so he's gonna challenge your career path. He's going to uh, try to enforce a a rebirth of being more aligned with that motherly figure, um, coming out of your shell, uh, creating community. uh, Mm -hmm. Because of that, because of that cancer, he really wants you to create community um, in your work sphere. So that might be, I don't know right now, it sounds like you're doing one on one you do have the live event, but it's not around what you do. So I'm curious, do you have like an area where everybody
1: just goes to Monica and like you're a leader? Yeah. Yeah. No community. I mean, I've done a great job with that. I mean, if like you're a health, a wellness person in New York city, like I probably know you.
0: (laughs) Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, good. So he just wants to make sure that that's being nurtured and, um, to bring that, into light, because I feel, I, I don't want to pigeonhole, and this is just one more thing I want to say here, is I don't want to pigeonhole you to uh, that mastermind only being for people that graduated for the mentoring. Mm, I feel okay. like it's another product, it's, yes, it's a product that um, the one-on-one mentoring program people would love, but I also feel like just in general, um, it could be just a big, that could be the community. Um, okay. it could be something that, um, supports, like, it's almost like, oh, join my mastermind and then you can learn about my one-on-one. So I feel like it could go both ways. Okay. And, uh, to, I just, that's what I mean. I don't like, if you're trying to create passive income strain, the worst thing you want to do is only pigeonhole yourself to only be able to offer it to the people that graduate your one-on-one program. True you know? So I kind of like, Oh, well, if we're going to really go to passive incomes and I'm sure I'm assuming that even in the mastermind, or if there's a member's area that you could even have affiliate offers inside of the mastermind, it's kind of like yeah. this private community um, where they get all of the resources that kind of uh, that, that um, help to elevate and take them to the next level. And I just, I feel like at this point, even though We're kind of steering with the one-on-one mentoring as being the diving deep. I feel like the mastermind is also something to keep like really right tight, tight uh, runner up as far as like potentially even creating them simultaneously, but at this point, just making sure that you know what they want out of that mastermind. Okay. Great. Great. There's a language. I don't know if you've paid much attention just to like when people get on the phone with you or they meet you at an event, do you pay attention to the language that they're using? Like, oh my gosh, like I've been wanting to do my own event. Or like they start to, um hold on one second, I don't know. Somebody else like came on. Um, Are you still there? Oh, unmute. Hi. Hi, I'm listening. Oh, you got, I, oh sorry. You got, somehow got muted. Um, but I'm curious for the language that people are using with you. So when they come and speak to you, you know, what do they say that is the biggest problem is or what do they say is the most inspiring thing that you spoke about that kind of resonated? What are those words?
1: I always hear that I'm the one that gave them the nudge. I'm the one that pushed them to. I'm the one that helped them finish their logo, their new website, their whatever. Like, I've heard that so much. Okay. So, it's kind of like
0: whatever this community or subscription or mastermind or whatever that digital product ends up being, it's the nudge. It's like you join the mastermind or you join this community because you need you need a nudge. You need somebody to hold you accountable. You need somebody that's going to push you to that next phase in your business. Yeah. Cuz it doesn't sound like it's like it's like you're helping them in the beginning stages of the next phase for them, but they're still, they're already further along than just, than say just someone who is a new entrepreneur who's just figuring out their business. Yeah.
1: No, they're not, they, they know what they're doing. They're doing it, but they, they're ready to get to the next place. And they're not, there's something they're not doing. They keep pushing it back or just, yeah, they don't have the support. Yeah. And I think that's huge. And I think that's huge,
0: especially for solopreneurs who love to dive deep and, you know, they've got a lot of ideas and they've got a lot of things that they want to accomplish. They're like you, they want to leave a legacy. They want it to be bigger than themselves and they're looking for people, uh, opportunities, um, programs that they can enter in. That's going to support that overall, um, that bigger dream, you know, and it's same with you. It's like Jupiter and Aries is like this big, this big thought leader finger, this person that's got these big ideas and it needs the nudge to push them over to actually go and do it. Yep. Yeah. So I want to find out before we wrap up, you know, as far as like, you know, the struggles that you're going through as far as, like, you know, not having enough support and time. At this point, what do you feel is the next step that's going to support this next phase in your business that's not going to be a big stressor? Because we want to make sure that we pick the thing that you're going to do next that's actually going to make all the other steps easier.
1: Um, so, I mean, I've begun. Uh, I am going to really clarify what this one-on-one program looks like and i think once i i know exactly what i'm offering then i can start offering it
0: <laughs> yeah so well what so what's the what's the one thing that you're going to do like the we, this weekend or next week that's going to support like figuring out that program because um it's one thing to just write it down and kind of clarify, but there's, it's another to actually take an action step to like bring it to fruition. So is this something that yeah. you want to launch in the new year?
1: No, 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 no. I, I am creating – I'm going to sit down and create the system. So the, the, what, they're, what my client is going to experience when we're working together in this new program, and I am going to actually tomorrow email it to my mentor so she could take a look at it and then go from there. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So that's the
0: next step. And then as far as uh, the, ma- the mastermind or subscription, I- I'd love to hear your thoughts about what what that could look like for you.
1: You know, I'm act- I almost um, got started to get this sensation that maybe it is a, um, it's a membership. The mastermind is a membership. Mm-hmm. And there's group time, but there's also some built-in one-on-one time with me as well. There has to be. Um, so there's that community aspect and also dedicated accountability time. And that I, I may have, I still don't know if those people will end up in an event in person, but maybe they don't have to be. Mm-hmm. Or Maybe that's a different, that's a separate offer. If they want to be a part of it, then they can be a sponsor. Um, sure. Okay, so let me just throw one little curveball just to get
0: the juices flowing before I let you go. Um, What if you work on the mastermind first as the main product that you're going to launch next? And when you figure out how that's going to work as far as group, um, as far as some one-on-one time, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised that when you have that one-on-one time, it's naturally going to invite them into a one-on-one
1: program with you from the mastermind you're saying.
0: Yeah. Because if you're having one-on-one time with them, they're already wanting to dig deeper, but they probably want more time. I'm wondering if that would support the one-on-one program in filling it easier. If the mastermind was a a more, a lower price product.
1: Yeah. I'm not looking to completely fill them. Like I'm not looking to have 20 clients. I only want like five, like five premium clients. Um, the only thing that holds me back from creating the mastermind first is that if it, if it is a membership, it is all like tech heavy, like tech heavy, like the password, how to get in the modules, the recording the this, that. And I just, I freeze like that, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen that quick. Okay, but Um, why
0: does your okay? I'm just curious. Why does your mastermind have to be tech heavy?
1: I don't know how else to serve it. If it's something that they're they're experiencing uh, through a membership site, um, yeah. I guess I'm just not. I haven't sat down to think of how would they how would it be delivered. How are they experiencing it? Um, So I'd have to figure that out. Yeah, well, I'm just curious. You have a website, right? I have a website,
0: and you know, the thing that happens, and it's like I think a lot of people they don't do something because of the the fear of technology. When really things could be very simple. Like I have a three day virtual live streaming event where I teach people how to do a subscription uh, based business, and it has nothing to do with having a login or a members area. So I think it's just about getting creative about, you know, like whether it's through Zoom that you do some teachings, um, maybe they catch anybody that didn't catch the, um, the live mastermind can check out the replay. Maybe that replay is available for, you know, two weeks or what have you. And then it just lives on a page on your website until that, that next phase of the mastermind comes to play. And a lot of times it's just paying somebody else to do it when the resources could become available, but actually creating the mastermind doesn't have to be, um, like the tech part doesn't have to
1: prevent you from doing that now. Hmm. Yeah. I guess in my mind, I, I think it does. And then I wonder, well, is it rolling or is it, you know, is there set dates? And I, that's a fear of mine. It's like, okay, well, will I have 20 people by said date? Um, yeah. It's just something to think about. I'm
0: just like throwing out ideas. Um, It sounds like you, you know, I think there's some clarity that we've kind of covered today. I think diving deeper, I think talking about mindset. um, I think if you're going, especially with the Jupiter and Aries with the thought leaders, I think just they want to think about things differently. I think at this point, you've been a resource for helping to do implementation, which is very Virgo. But I think now you're ready to step in and kind of satisfy the moon in Scorpio, which is going to satisfy you on a deeper level. But your 12th house in Scorpio is going to serve them on a deeper level too because I think at this point, they already know that there's people that can help them, um, you know, whatever, build their website or do all the technical stuff. Now they just want expansion. Like they want their mm-hmm. brand. to expand. And I think at this point, when you step into that role, it naturally gives them permission to step in that role too.
1: Mm, thank you. Yes, I agree. Yeah, awesome. definitely. Well, any further questions before I send you on your beautiful way? No, this was great. This was really fun. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. I took notes. (laughs) Awesome. I will
0: be sending you the replay. And then for those of you who are listening to this podcast with Monica and you're thinking about starting a big event, maybe you are feeling called to step in a bigger role and be a thought leader, ask yourself those harder questions. Where am I not digging deeper? Where in my chart is my Pluto? So that you can start to see yourself as the next phase in your business, which is that solopreneur, which is that thought leader, which is the change agent of tomorrow who is here to leave a legacy. So thank you so much, Monica, for being a part of the Rising Star Project. I wish you so much success in your business and hopefully we'll
1: be in touch again real soon. Thank you, Angel. Thank you.
0: This episode with Monica Aparicio is a question that all of us entrepreneurs should be asking ourselves. We have all of these ideas, all of these products we wanna launch, but which one should we focus on? Ask yourself this question. Of all the things that I want to do in my career, in my business, and in my life, which one should I start with? Which one would make the other things that I wanna do easier or unnecessary? This is an important question to ask yourself before you dive in headfirst and start tackling that next project. Take your time and meditate on it. You just might find that all the projects and things you want to do in your life, that there's actually something bigger, something that's going to make all of the things that you want to do that much easier. What is that one thing? I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.